Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk recorded live. Well, recorded live. Hello, everyone. This is Kyler Davenport on with Mr. Tom Euford tonight. And we are on Tom's Take. And we are going to be talking about a lot of of different things that are going on around the world. And i tell you what, we never run out of material. I have been so excited this week looking at Facebook, and I'm going to be talking to Tom about that. Hello, Tom. How are you doing? Good evening, Kyler. Doing well, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. It's been, let me tell you something, dude. Something is going on. I don't know what it is, but, I mean, I'm seeing a trend here, and I don't even, I'm, I'm almost afraid to say... I'm almost afraid to say that America is waking up. Uh-oh, I said it. I, you know, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing this trend. You know, I, you know, I look at trends. I look at trends. I look at trends. I'm on it. I'm researching it. I'm studying it. I'm reading it. I'm documenting it. I'm reporting on it. I'm seeing a trend where Americans are waking up. You know, I have the same feeling. I just hope that it's not short-term. You know, I do too. In your trend, let me ask you that. Well, it's the post that I'm seeing where whistleblowers are coming out from the State Department. Whistleblowers are coming out from the legislature, from the State House. Whistleblowers are coming out in the DOD, the DOJ, the NSA, the FBI. Whistleblowers are coming out in the economic uh, world. Uh, they're reporting on things that they've never reported on before. They're making statements that are completely outlandish concerning the banksters. And I don't know if it's uh, government conspiracy. I don't know if they're in control of this to make the people feel good. I don't know if these are plants, you know. I, I, I'd hate to think that it was... It was that phenomenally planted and planned to make the American people just think that America's waking up. But that's that's the impression that I'm getting. And if it is a plant, if it is all planned, then I just feel like a complete idiot. Well, it wouldn't be the first time we've been disinformed about stuff, so... <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm kind of excited about all of it. I mean, it's... Uh, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's very refreshing, especially uh, looking at the being exposed for all of this mortgage fraud. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that's coming out right now is these banksters are being exposed for um, this mortgage banking system and this fractional banking system and how illegal everything has been for the last 60 years and how people have been defrauded on all of their mortgages and even people within the system are coming out and uh, exposing the corruption within the system. So 
what could this be? I'm really kind of just flabbergasted about the whole thing. You know, what is it? Is it something to do with astrology? Is it something to do with the planets lining up? <laughs> Who knows? You know. <clears throat> what have you been up to? Oh, just this week has been last week and a half actually been kind of, kind of hectic with. Um, uh, dealing with, you know, getting stuff ready for the holidays. and um, you know, Well, We've done several charity know. events in the last couple of weeks. We're doing another one tomorrow night for the local AIDS food bank. And You know you know me, holiday, schmoliday. I know. I, you know. I could give a shit about the holiday, but uh, it's okay. A lot of people get into it, and I respect that, and it's wonderful, and it's okay. As well, now that I've as, now uh, that I've discovered a, a a you know Catholic Charities has transportation services in my in my area, yeah. we're making use of it. So I'm actually getting out of the house more, which oh, is which has just been a blessing. I mean, yeah. Um, so I, I'm taking advantage of that, and it's a wonderful service. And um, they they are very hospitable. They're the system is very user friendly. <laughs> you know. They take me, yeah. you know, in a lot of areas for three bucks round trip, which is fantastic. So, I mean, you know. That's what I nice. get up here. I get the same three buck round trip deal up here, which is pretty cool. They must be following the same trend all across the United States with handy rides or whatever yours is called down there. Well, in Dallas, it's called handy rides, yeah. <laughs> Damn, the big organization, isn't it? I'm telling you. Hello, North Central Texas. We see you out there on the number one VIP line, whoever you are. Hello, welcome to the show. Yeah. I see another one here from North Central Texas. Oh. It's one of your friends, maybe. Cool. Well, welcome, um, fellow Texas. We, we have been, uh, you and I were talking a little bit about the homeless situation before the show, and, um, you know, it's amazing to me that it is getting so bad where I'm I'm noticing it. And I've been working with homeless folks for over 23, 25 years, and we are bombarded. We are just overloaded with homeless families up here. They're everywhere. I'm sitting here looking at them now as I'm on the air. I'm looking at homeless people walking up and down the street trying to find a place to put a blanket behind this this rain and and a place to lay down and we have to keep the door closed to keep them out they're like zombies they're walking everywhere and uh, the shelters are, are running over not only with the homeless but with lice and mice and and with lice and bed bugs we're having a bed bug epidemic up here the homeless are carrying the bed bugs to the motels and the motels uh, are overrun with the bed bugs and the Eco trucks are out in full force uh, trying to get the bed bug situation taken care of, and there's an epidemic in that. There's an epidemic in skin disease up here. It's uh, kind of apocalyptic, really. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, that's the reason, you know, before the show I did all that research to try and get some information because I wanted to – I'm sure you all have a lot of that, but – um, it, well, only took, it only took me half an hour to gather all that stuff. Yeah, and I know, I know, and I'm I'm looking at it now. You know, Oregon thirteen thousand eight hundred and twenty-two. That's bullshit. Yeah, we I know. That's, that's 
that's the interesting thing about a lot of the statistics are skewed because, you know, the, the surveys and the stuff that they do, they can't actually reach all the people that are actually homeless. But well, we just talked the, about that. Yeah, but some of the interesting statistics that I found um, after reading some of that material was the fact that, and you've mentioned this before, Kyler, that even though, according to statistics, in the last two or three years, homelessness has declined, which I seriously question. No, 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 it has not. Yeah, it has not. Exactly. But the thing is, you and and Marion have pointed this out, that the services for the homeless people are completely overburdened and overwhelmed. And they're just not sufficient to handle the problems that, that are that need to be addressed. And what? that's one of the reasons you and I wanted to talk about it tonight was we need to really hype up um, and stir up people to get involved in their communities. And I'm hoping that at least some of that information will provide um, good links for you guys to put on your websites and I'll put on some of my pages for people to actually access. And this is the perfect time of year to do it. I mean, everyone's supposed to be in a good holiday spirit and yeah. you know Christmas and all of that stuff, which is the mm-hmm. way we should be all year round, frankly speaking. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this time of year, with the weather, it is intrinsically important that these people be taken care of. And it's going to take commun- local community activism and us realizing that these are not, you know, some vagabonds that we, you know, cross the other side of the street to avoid. These are right. our brothers and sisters that we need to be taken care of because every one of us is a momentary step away from being in their shoes. I've written about this extensively. I've written about it extensively. You know, I am of the mindset, I don't care how violent someone is. I don't care how drunk someone is. I don't care how high someone is. I don't care how evil someone is. They deserve to be out of the fucking rain and the cold and the freezing. They don't deserve to die on a bench uh, at the bus stop. And that's a real story, by the way, times two that happened here last year. Um, you know, and, and they need more volunteers. We had to close down the warming center this year. As I sit here, as I speak down the street, we had to close the warming center from lack of volunteers. We're probably going to have to close uh, it again and probably not have another warming center so people can go in at night and warm up and then they kick their ass out at seven o'clock in the morning to go right back to the same old humdrum situation they were in before and i think that's horrible we don't have enough peer support up here we don't have enough psychiatrists up here like we need one more damn psychiatrist but i just said that we don't have enough psychiatrists up here we do not have enough volunteers nor do we have a volunteer program that is worth a shit in the Northwest, except maybe NAMI, National Association for the Mentally Ill, and I do not like them right now at all. I am not getting along with them at all because they, to me, are a nothing but a highfalutin tootin' library that directs directs people to another place to be directed to another place to be directed to oh, another no. place another to be you bureau- know. another bureaucratic, you know, you know. Thing. 
And people are not really thinking about the homeless. You know, when I sit in here in my warm room here in the studio, by the way, I am in a studio. I'm not in the RV right now. Um, You know, I think about those people as I'm going to sleep at night. I've been there. I've been cold. I've been depressed. I've been down and out. I've wanted to kill myself. I've been afraid. I've, you know... And, and and it's horrible to have children. We have so many children out in this weather tonight here. And that's well, what that really was the interesting thing that me. I got from the statistics that I did research on tonight is that a significant percentage of the homeless people in this country are between the ages of uh, 12 and 25. Yeah. And another interesting statistic that I did not realize, and I'm glad I, I saw this, is that for most of the young people that are, I think it was like 47% of the homeless young people in this country are homeless because they are associated with being LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. And their families Mm -hmm. have kicked them out, and they have Mm -hmm. no place to go. And this Mm -hmm. is definitely something that I'm going to start focusing on with, you know, the charities that I work with, because we've been, you know, consistently focused on AIDS and everything, and interestingly enough, the rate of HIV for these young homeless people is three to nine times higher than the national average, depending on where they're doing the statistics. And yeah, because you grow up, you get wiser, you uh, you learn as you go, and your body attunes itself to AIDS to some degree, and you start to level off at some point. These young kids are just now getting into the disease, and that's the bad part of it, you know. Yeah, and they don't have the education. You know, the gay community needs to start focusing on is that these homeless kids, um, and I, I, I don't think that we've paid enough attention to that, and that's something I'm going to start stressing with the charities I work with. Yeah, and we are. I'm glad. I'm glad that you have you and Marion have brought these things to my attention because these were things that I must admit I was ignorant of. So I'm glad that y'all brought this stuff to my attention. Well, here's the deal. It takes money, okay? It takes money, and it takes volunteers, and it takes coordination. And and, and the bureaucrats sit around and work around, and they don't really do what they're supposed to do. They they vote on this, and they vote on that, and they table this, and they table that, and the kids are still freezing to death. We need to stop being so damn bureaucratic and just get out there and get our hands dirty and find a building for these kids and put a pool table in there, put a couple of ping pong tables in there, put a television in there, get a couple security guards and put some cots on the damn floor, make it co-ed, I don't care, and and get them out of the cold and give them some human resources uh, and get them kind of into a system where they can grow one step at a time. Now, see, they're not, we're not doing that. We're simply not doing it. I know there's a lot of people out there, yes, that are doing a fine job. I know that there are dedicated people out there. I'm not saying that it's all bad, but I'm saying that it's not good enough. enough. Thank you. Exactly. You know, you know. It, this country, is, you, know, it, and, you know, and that was one of the interesting things from one of the articles I read, you know, pointed out here we are, the richest, quote, unquote, the richest, most powerful country in the world, and we have all of these homeless people that we're not taking care of. And as you point out, part of the problem is the bureaucracy. They sit on their high chairs, and uh, they give each other a 
a wonderful little title, and they vote on this and they vote on that, like you point out, but they're not actually accomplishing anything. And that's because the bureaucracy really is not designed to do that. The bureaucracy is designed to keep the bureaucracy going. It's not designed I, to accomplish anything. I walked out here in the midst of the homeless now, and I'm watching them now walk down the street in the rain, and all I can do is just stand here and look Where at them. Where exactly are you, Kyler, just so we know? I'm in the Northwest. I'm in yeah, but- Oregon, and I'm in Oregon. And uh, at the present moment, our team is in Eugene, Oregon. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering. Okay. But are you in downtown or? Yes, I am. Okay. When you say you're out walking around the homeless, I wanted, I wanted to yeah, I'm get here. a grasp, a grasp for exactly where you are. Yeah, I'm downtown. I'm just in the outskirts of downtown, and uh, I am. I am watching this uh, firsthand, and it, it just it just blows my mind, you know, at the number of people. Plus, I'm looking at people sleeping in their cars as I stand in this location Thank right you. now. That I'm was looking at people. The statistics yeah. are pointing out that people are sleeping in their cars. Yes. And here is my RV parked out here, and I can't let just anybody in it. So there, you know, there's a problem. You know, you can't just open your door and let any Tom, Dick, and Harry come in. I wrote about this last night. You can't do that. You've got I did to that, get and I got my van stolen because of it. So, yes, yeah. I understand that. Exactly. You, you, you just can't. We've done it this year. You know you know, we got in trouble. You do. You know we got yes. in trouble this year letting somebody stay on the mountain, and they wouldn't leave. We had to call the sheriff, and yeah. we had to do the eviction process. And the woman turned out to be schizophrenic and paranoid and this and that and the other and my god one thing after the other and i you know i can't i'm not young anymore i can't handle all of this up close uh, and dangerous stuff you know um but we do need to reach out tonight like we are and tell people to get more involved and go and find somewhere to volunteer and not just volunteer and be a follower but become a leader. If you have leadership quality, if you have leadership ability, be a leader and speak up and speak out to the bureaucracy and tell them, say, look, we need to stop tabling this and tabling that. We need to stop postponing this until the next election or the next year, and we need to get something done today, this week. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I mean this and, week. And, 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 and Kyler, let's, let's just be frank about it. Even if you don't have quote-unquote leadership skills, if you have a bloody giving heart and you're human, yes. Yes. okay, that's what counts, okay? Mm-hmm. Because people who have big hearts and actually give a damn are the ones that can make a difference. And you don't have to have you leadership know. skills. You just have to get your butt out there and make some noise and actually accomplish things. You know, when the Lord said the meek shall inherit the earth, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about because it's, it, you've got to be bold. I mean, you have got – you're bold, Tom. You've got to be bold. There's a few of us out here that are bold, thank God, who are not afraid of the bureaucracy. We're not afraid of the elite. We're not afraid of the power structure, and we'll just walk right in there as an equal and take over. I'm not afraid of authority. Authority doesn't no. phase me. Police, FBI, CIA. You and I do. Thank you very much. Don't, yeah, don't phase me at all. And, they wipe uh, their butts just like you and I do. So you know, hey. Yeah. You know, if you got a badge, you got a gun. None of that stuff phases me. It doesn't. Honestly, it used to. It used to, but it doesn't anymore. 
And um, I'll tell you, uh, there needs to be there, there's more bold people out there. You know, I I, I reached out uh, for people to come on the air and be a co-host and talk on the air and so forth and so on. And I've put that out everywhere, and I've gotten so many emails back saying, "Oh my God, we just couldn't do that." Oh my what? God, we just couldn't do that. You know, come people don't want to be seen or heard. They don't want to to they don't want to really be involved that much. They want to just sit at home and play on Facebook. They really don't want to get involved. You know what I'm saying? Like you are with the charities and so forth, and you're getting ready for this and getting ready for that. There, there's a lot of passivity in the world here in the United States. A lot you of know what? It's been groomed on us. We're being, we, 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 you and I have had this conversation how many times about people have become sheeple, and we're yeah. groomed that way. We are, we are taught not to think for ourselves, not to get up and act, and not to get out there and rock the boat because, oh, no, the rocking the boat, that's a bad thing. Well, that's bullshit, okay? The boat needs to be rocked periodically because, you know what, if it's not, it gets stale and it gets moldy and Everybody gets, they get, um, what, what's the new uh, you know, term or phrase? You get nose blind to it, okay? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's what American, America has become uh, dumb, deaf, and nose blind to so much crap that they accept it and they just go, you know, plotting on their very merry way. And I know that may piss some people off that you and I are being just upfront and honest about that stuff, but it's the truth. It is the absolute truth, and you and I know it. And we, you and I get in arguments sometime about crap, but you know that that's because we're good friends and we appreciate each other and respect each other. Well, you and are my brother. You are amen, my brother. Thank you. There we go. You but are you know my what? brother. The, you know. But the same thing you and I stand for is that we're not going to take the shit. Okay, we we are going to do our best <laughs> to make the world a better place, even if it's just one little square inch at a time in yeah. our own little worlds, but we're going to do yeah. our part because, you know what, that's who makes us, that's what makes us who we are. Well, you know, Tom, our numbers are just flying off the roof again. I don't know what happened. I, I, I you could feel my depression a few weeks ago. I yeah, went I from, I went from 6,000 post reach down oh, yeah, to Facebook crap, down yeah. Down to 54. 54. What in the hell is going on? I already know what's going on. Well, you and I were We're, talking about this this, this pay-to-play thing on Facebook. Yeah, you've got to pay to play now. If you want your numbers to rise, you know, they they started out with that boost your post thing here all back a couple of years ago, whatever it was. Time eludes me, but uh, they started out with this pay-for-play thing, and people thought, oh, well, you know, bullshit, I'm not going to do that. And then a lot of people got hooked up in it. A lot of the authors especially got hooked up in it and started paying their little $20, $30, $50 to reach 9,000 more people. And then they decided, well, this is a scam. And they started talking about it on Facebook. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, this is a big scam. Just because they say you reach 9,000 people doesn't mean you're going to reach 9,000 people. If we did, you and I'd be both rich right now in the radio business. We'd have all the donations. Those 9,000 people are going to interact with what you're talking about. Thank you very much. Right, 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 right. You and I could change the world if we had Alex Jones' figures, 20 million a week. Thank you, exactly. 
He's at twenty million a week, and I verified that. And I want to say something else tonight, and you can put this in the bank. Presidents, folks, are appointed. They're not elected. They're not elected. They're not elected. I have the proof. I have the reports. I have the documents. I have the people. I have the whistleblowers. I'm not going to pull it out. You can look at it on my page. You know, if you want to go see, if you want to go see for yourself, do it yourself. I'm not going to pabble and puke you through this, okay? Presidents are appointed. They're not elected. So how do we change the conversation? Tom and I have talked about this many times. How would the conversation change if we could just say, yeah, presidents are appointed. So so now what happens? You know, now there's nothing to get excited about with debates. There's nothing to get excited about with the Democratic debates. There's nothing to get excited about. Tom? Yeah, I, I, well, I agree with you. I mean, I was watching the Republican debate last night, and I was sitting there, and I was going, okay, it's more blah, 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 blah. The same old crap that we've seen now nine times, okay? And they're doing the Democratic I've, debate on Saturday, and it's going to I've be memorized Saturday. that stuff. I could do the Thank debate you. myself. Exactly. I mean, we could mime it, okay? And we yeah. could, you know, but it, it's just the same old crap. And uh, it's just a bunch of BS, and it's all for ratings, and it's all for um, these people in the primaries. You know, it was just – someone just said this morning – uh, that I was talking to, I can't remember if it was my home health aide or another friend, who said, well, you know, I, I've just sort of lost interest in it because I'm not one of the people who picks the nominees anyway. And I said, you're absolutely right. The whole system's rigged, okay? <laughs> you know, and, and that's the whole thing. We need to be moving toward that. We need to be moving toward that because it's not going to kill us. It's not going to kill us to think that presidents are appointed. It's not going to hurt us in any way if we go ahead and decide that presidents are appointed and that they would in no way leave that responsibility to the commoners. I've told you that since the beginning of time. There's no possible way that they would leave a decision like that to the commoners. There's just no possible way. So presidents are appointed. So the president has already been appointed so now what it doesn't do matter whether do? they're Democrat or Republican, you're right. They're working for the same cabal, they're working for the same banksters, they're working for the same Federal Reserve, they're working for the same Rothschilds, and they're working for the same cartel. It doesn't matter whether they're Democrat or Republican. Well, and I know you saw yesterday where the uh the the Fed finally raised interest rates. Yes. Well, you know, we could talk about progressive income tax. We could talk about the Fed raising the interest rate and so forth and so on. You know, they know exactly where we are. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, They know exactly where to keep the unemployment rate to help the economy and to keep it moving along. You know, uh, uh, people being employed is not a good thing to the government. That is not a good thing. Well, of course not, because then you don't have people dependent on you for services. Exactly. Exactly. They love inflation. I'm surprised we haven't gone into a depression. Uh, The only reason we haven't gone into a depression is because we are now in the computer age. This technology allows us to just print money at 
a whim, just whatever you need, just print it up. It doesn't make any difference. You know, I've been thinking about this since we lost the gold standard. It's amazing how they can just print up money. I mean, I was going to ask you, Tom, uh, when does it end? I mean, where does it end? How much money can you just go and type in? I mean, where does it end? Well, or does, or does, does it, it end? It doesn't because, I mean, now that it's all computerized, you know. Well, tell me tell me about fiat currency, though. Tell, there's only like 2% currency or something in circulation. I mean, 20%. So where does it end when you just keep printing and printing and printing and printing and printing and you keep people on the dole and you don't have good services and you cut yeah, benefits? The, the, the funny part about it is it, 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 it no longer matters if you're printing it or not because it's all a computer point. It's well, that's what I mean. It's well, that's what I mean. How long? Do I guess that's what I'm asking. How how long can you run that game before the house of cards falls? I guess that's what that's I a want. Good to question. Know. I can't answer that. I don't know. Um, but you know, it's it, it it's no different than you know um, the 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 Wall Street you know game that they did in the twenties, and mm-hmm. you know it all collapsed. Um, and you know, I I had a wonderful conversation um, uh, two nights ago uh, with a new contact of mine out of Hong Kong, um, and we were discussing um, currency manipulation in China and things of this nature. Mm-hmm. Um, a very intelligent man, uh, and we're going to connect probably on a on a weekly, if not a bi-monthly basis. Um, mm-hmm. And he's going to he's going to Brussels this next week, and we'll be interning there. Fantastic, smart guy in international relations, um, but it was interesting to get a Chinese perspective on you know uh, currency manipulation and things like that. And of course, the Chinese don't see it that way. Um, they they see us as you know the West trying to contain them and all this other stuff. And we had a mm-hmm. whole lengthy discussion about uh, the islands in the South China Sea. But back to the currency stuff, it all gets down to the point where. It doesn't really matter whether you're talking yuan or yen or Deutschmarks or um, uh, pounds R- or, or, or dollars. Or, it's it's yeah. all digital now, and I mean, when you can when you think about it, if any if anybody has done any kind of currency manipulation, and you do currency. Um, um, uh, uh, marketing, okay, in a split second, you can make a fortune, and in a split second, you can become a pauper, okay, because currency manipulation constantly changes on the second. Yeah, and it I does. Learned that, I learned that when I was in grad school in Australia, because in a single hour, I made 600 Australian dollars because I watched how the currency trends were. And, you did? Oh, Yeah. Exactly. All you had to do is keep an eye on the currency uh, trends, and all of my money was in U.S. dollars. And when I transferred it over to Australian dollars, I waited for a particular um, – I kept an eye on it um, on a daily basis. And at a certain yeah. point in the day, the currency exchange was such that I made 600 Australian dollars by transferring it from U.S. dollars to Australian dollars. And that's how people get involved in currency manipulation. I'd love to get involved in currency uh, trading. It's something you have to watch 
every second of every day. Kyler, yeah. it will drive you up the wall, okay? Yeah. Because, because one moment you may be up in yen, and the next moment you've got to move it over into Deutschmarks to make the money you just lost. And yeah. you've got to transfer it over to pounds, and you've got to transfer it over to dollars. And it's a constant, it's a constant shuffle game, okay? And it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But all of this is digital now. So yeah. you ask when all of this is going to end, and I say, well, if we can just find the giant plug that all of this is plugged into, <laughs> you know, and all yeah. of a sudden, you know, it, it, and and people they they laugh at us because you know we we joke about people who can't tell secondhand time now, or people that get these electric cars, and I keep looking at them and going, okay, what happens when there's no electricity? And they look at me and they go, what do you mean when there's no electricity? And I said. Have you considered what's going to happen if you don't have electricity? How are you going to charge your car? Hello. <laughs> are you going to yeah. get out a are you going to get a kite and a key and you know uh, attach yourself to a, a lightning bolt like Ben Franklin and charge your car up? I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, but and that's that's the scary part about it. We don't think ahead. We're not thinking strategically. We're not thinking down the road. And at some point, okay. Technology we're going to become so dependent on if we're not there already that we can't think for ourselves and do for ourselves. You and I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago when you and yeah. I were talking about living on a um, – what did you call it? Um, the, the term from the 60s? Um, where, a commune. A commune. Yes, Commune, where yeah. everybody everybody grows their own food and everybody takes care of everybody. Everybody yeah. helps build their houses. I mean, very similar to what the Amish people do. And um, you know, that sounds out there, okay, to to people that are listening to us. That sounds really out there. But mm -hmm. when you take it to its logical conclusion, okay, if suddenly tomorrow there was no electricity, and God, you and I will be the first to testify when my computer goes down because. They've, they've cut the power here in the neighborhood or something. I am twiddling my thumbs. I can't watch the TV. I can't listen to the radio. I can't get on the computer. I, you know, And I'm sitting here going, what in the hell do I do? And then I think, wait a second, what did I do before I had all this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, is, this, is just, this is how dependent we have become on these luxury items. And this is exactly what they are. They're luxury items. And we take all that crap for granted. But I just, a, ask, I just ask people to take for one second, especially young people. Okay, take one week and not use your cell phone. Oh, my God. They would go into yeah. epileptic fits. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't do that. I, uh, I don't use I my found, cell phone. <laughs> I, I found something here that kind of goes with what we're saying. It says... Um, it is symptomatic of the current human condition that the system we live under sees every aspect of Earth from land, sea, flora, and fauna, even other human beings as a commodity with a monetary value, chattel, sheeple people, the commoners. We have allowed corporations to claim ownership over our common resources, selling back to us what was naturally ours to begin with, Furthermore, we are forced into working for these corporations to obtain the promissory notes of another corporation to be able to buy back what should be 
free us. If we were more honest with ourselves, we would call this what it is, slavery. Well, you know, of course, Kyler, why that is, is because corporations are people, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you, I Mr. know. Supreme, thank you, Supreme Court, okay? Well, you know, this is a paradigm. This is a paradigm. Yes. This is a, this is a common it's a conundrum. situation. It's, it's a, a conundrum. conundrum. It's an event. It's an activity. It's something that we are conscious of. We've created this consciousness. We've created this situation that we're in. People look outside themselves for the answer to the problem. It's not outside. It's inside of you. you. The answer is inside of you. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. It only matters how you interpret what's going on around you and how you perceive what's going on around you. And all of that is based on what? It's based on your experience and your wisdom and your ability and your capacity to learn and to comprehend the things that are happening in your external environment. Now, that's a lot said, but it's something that needs to be talked about. Thank you. Because so many people are looking outside for help. Exactly, you know. and they they forget to be self-reliant. Yeah, self-reliant. Now, I do know that people, when they need a sandwich, by God, they need a sandwich. You know, and they need to go somewhere and get a sandwich. And I know that when someone's thirsty, they need to go to the sink and get a drink of water. But what I am saying is that you need to develop your intuition and you need to develop your capacity and you need to develop your skills your communication skills with others I've had to learn this over the years uh, to be able to communicate with people in a way that's going to help you connect with them on a positive note and it's going to help you to gain resources from other people you have to make friends with people you have to have a relationship with people well, and that's go a back to Dale Carnegie's problem. book, you know, How to Make Friends and Influence Enemies. I mean, you know, that was written 100 years ago, okay? Yeah. And yeah. it's the same basic communication skills. And we can't stress this enough. You know, when um, I, I talk to people today and they tell me about how the education system – and here we go. I know we're getting on another tangent. And I know that's all right. we're, getting, we're getting on another soapbox here. But that's when fine. we talk about – the fact that teachers are no longer allowed to be teachers. They're test monitors, okay? And they no I just longer... heard that from a I just heard that from a teacher at the dentist office two days ago. Thank you. Just what you, just what you said. She'd been teaching twenty three years and she said the exact thing that you did just now. We they can't teach their kids to learn and to think for themselves. They have become test monitors because they are required to um, follow a specific, a specific uh, curriculum and agenda that prepares these kids for these tests that the education department and the education system require these kids to take. Now, I've got nothing wrong with testing. I have a problem with over-testing because I sat down with a group of teachers one night at a charity event, and I said, okay, I'm running for president. I need to hear from you. You are on the front lines. Tell me what in the hell is wrong with education today. And one is a second-grade teacher, and one is a ninth-grade teacher. 
both uh, looked at me and they said, are you really sure you want us? Because this is not going to be something quick. I hope you have plenty of time. And I said, I wouldn't have asked if I weren't concerned. And they said, okay. And we went aside and we got away from the music. We got away from people. And for the next three hours, and with that, we just skimmed the surface, okay? They were telling me about, I said, okay, the, the books that they are allowed to teach kids to read, they don't have time to go over them. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing compared to the books that we learned when I was in school. And I'm throwing out book titles left and right, and they said, oh, yeah, I would love to teach that, but I don't have time to teach that because i got to prepare them for the test. Well, this teacher, this teacher also said that she couldn't just bring something into the classroom no, for exactly. the day. Yes. That was a no-no. That was a no-no, you, you know. To yeah. come up with an original, to come up with an original idea for the day was totally off the mark. Oh, exactly. I mean, you know, if it's not pre-approved by some administrator off somewhere in the district, mm-hmm. who God, you know, probably hasn't been in a classroom in two decades, okay, mm-hmm. and hasn't a, the slightest clue about technology or anything like this, mm-hmm. um, and how kids today are accessing all of this information on their own through their cell phone, okay? And the teachers aren't allowed to be innovative. They're not allowed to be creative. Not at all. They have got to follow this stagnant, stale, moldy uh, curriculum that has been set in stone by some administrator off in some state capital or, you know, Washington, D.C., who Mm -hmm. hasn't the slightest clue what our kids need and deserve to be taught to survive nowadays, okay? When was the last time kids were taken out on a field trip that actually meant something, like going out to um, nature? Or, you know, when I was a kid, we went to a farm. I mean, I'm sitting here going, I'm talking to kids today, and I'm going, well, what kind of field trips do you go on? They were, what's a field trip? <laughs> and I'm yeah, going, you've got to be kidding me. I know, I know. And it's because they are so busy preparing for these damn standardized tests. And I don't know about you, Kyler, but I hated standardized tests. I could pass pass classes, and I could make grades in the classroom. But you put me in front of a standardized test, and I'm sitting here going, what in the hell are you asking me? You know, know, two trains that are going 500 miles uh, distance, so-and-so, and and, and then you get to the end of the – you get to the end of it, and it's like – how many people crossed the line at the same time? <laughs> I'm going, okay, this has nothing to do with anything, okay? Nothing to do with real life. Thank you. Nothing to do with real life. Uh, I just uh, wanted to ask you, what what have you learned since you've been on the air with me about my personality? What have I transferred to you about politics and economics and about the real world of of politics that I've been immersed in for the last 25 years. Well, you've given me a realistic um, reappraisal of things, and I appreciate that, okay? Um, It doesn't change the fact that I still believe in certain idealistic uh, perceptions, okay? I I have a, a leaning towards that that, 
you know, call it foolishness, call it um, gullibility, whatever. But it mm-hmm. gives me hope that I believe in certain things that I think still have meaning. However, you have given me a realistic and practical perspective that, you know, um, puts into a um, – what's the term I'm looking for? I've already said realistic and practical before, but, I mean, it puts into a, an everyday concept of what's really going on, okay? Now, some of the stuff I'll agree with right off the bat. Some of the stuff I want to do further research, and when I do further research, I sit back and I go, ah, this is a little bit out there, and it's a little bit kooky. However, it makes some logical points that hold relevance. And then I think- some of it, some of it is just, you know, I, when, I, when I find out where the sources are, I, I post it back to you, and I go, have you looked at where this really came from? And you well, and I get into a discussion about that. I like, but, yeah, I like but, to look but, at but, all of it. But exactly. That's a point, Kyler. The difference is you and I tend to look at the 360-degree perspective rather right. than looking at things with blinders and rose-colored glasses. We it's, like to know a lot about a lot of stuff, not a little bit about a little shit, okay? Right, and it's sad that you and I don't live next door to each other because we would – No, it's you know, not I, because we and I would be driving each other up the wall, okay? Oh, we'd kill each other. Yeah, we'd be <laughs> killing each other. We'd be throwing food at each other across the lawn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably so, you know. But, Damn it, Kyler's ringing my doorbell again. I'm not here. Yeah, I know. But I could show you so much, you know, that I don't get to show you because I'm so busy, you know, in the studio. Right. I could show you so much, and I want to show you so much, and it may never happen. And it saddens me that it may never happen because you have to understand, I've been immersed in this world for the last 20 years at least, you know, and that's like you behind the state, uh, you know, in the state house working with the general assemblies and working yeah. with the politicians and, and, and knowing people undercover behind closed doors. And, you know, I have a lot of, ex- lot of experience in, in this whole thing. And, right. and uh, I can just tell you right now, it's a big game. It's just a big game. G A M E game. It's, that's all it is. It's, when you, you say, well, I'm idealistic and this and that, and I still believe in this and that. And well, I do too. I still believe in people and puppy dogs and balloons, and I still believe in birthday parties, and I still believe in in the American patriot, and I still believe in in people, you know, that have the abilities to do things. And so right. those types of things, sure, you can believe in, but I'm talking on a much higher level uh, of this game that the government's running. That that's what I've really been trying to drill into you since I met you many many moons ago is this game that they're running and I think you're starting to see it. I, you you mentioned well, it earlier, as a matter of fact. I, I exactly. think you're starting to see the game they're running. Well, and I do. And the the great thing about you and I, and I'm hoping that more and more people, you know, when you and I were talking about earlier that we're starting to see that we're seeing trends where it looks like people are waking up. And I oh, yeah. see it looking oh, yeah. that way because, you know, we can't be positive yet, okay? It's going to take some time to actually see if this develops. But, you know, 
you and I appreciate the concept of we don't know what we don't know. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yes. See? Okay. And most people don't grasp that concept. Yeah. Okay? And that's the scary part about it. I learn more what what I don't don't know know than what I do know. Thank you. Exactly. And that's that's something, you know, and I know that there are people listening to us tonight that are scratching their heads going, what in the hell are they talking about? Right. If they sit and they think about it for a second, they'll get it, okay? Yeah. Because it just takes you opening your eyes, close or, or closing your eyes for a second, right. And right. Let, right. And taking all the noise out of the room and letting it sink in. You yes. don't yes. know what you don't know, but you're willing to find out what you don't know. And that's what makes you an enlightened person. Because the more you learn, the more you know that you don't know. And you know... Uh... I'm in a big battle right now with the Psychiatric Association here in the Northwest (laughs) uh, concerning patients being labeled delusional. We've been in meetings all week. Last week, we've been in meetings uh, with a top dog who has become somewhat of a friend of mine. Um, I I knew that that was coming because you were talking about that a couple weeks ago, that this was developing into an ongoing well, I've got the data now out there on Northwest uh, Northwest Provider Consumer Connection Point on my page. I'm I'm putting all of the conspiracies over the last 25 years that have turned into fact that you can actually go see. Um, and that's really pissing everybody in the psychiatric community off really bad. They do not want... Stand by. Let me get connected here. They do not want the patients to know what's really going on in the real world, you see. Explain that a little further so that our audience grasps what you're talking about. They want everyone... Oh, fuck. Can you wait just a second? Stand by. Well, folks, we're still here. Kyler had to uh, depart for a second, but I'm sure he'll be back shortly. But, you know, here he comes. I didn't mean to say, oh, fuck, stand by. Um, They want patients to come in and get their pills and sit down for 30 minutes and talk about their leg hurts and their arm hurts and they've been paranoid this week and they've had some depression and they're trying to get a letter for their service dog and blah, 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 blah. And uh, they're not able to talk about chemtrails. They're not able to talk about MKUltra. They're not able to talk about... They're not able to talk about any of these other things that we talk about uh, when we get into those subjects because they're afraid of their psychiatrist. They're afraid of their counselor. They're afraid to tell them the truth about what they're studying, what we're studying, what I'm studying, what you and I talk about. Although you and I don't get into those subjects very often on your show, um, they're subjects that I love to talk about and uh, they're being labeled severely delusional. And I'm putting a stop to this shit. 
I'm gathering up all the records, all the scientific records, all the copyrights, all the reports, all the documents, and I'm laying them on the table of the Psychiatric Association up here, and I'm going to threaten them with a class action lawsuit uh, for filing, uh, for saying that people are severely delusional for believing in chemtrails instead of contrails, or having a visitation with an alien, or uh, being, being operated on in a ship and having a chip put in their left ear. I mean, I talked to my psychiatrist about this yesterday, and I said, you know, I said, who's to say that people haven't been abducted by an alien? I said, there's plenty of proof out there that aliens exist. I said, there's plenty of proof out there that quantum physics and quantum mechanics are dealing with hyperverses now and ultraverses now and other verses now. There's plenty of proof that they have uh, discovered the uh, in the Hebron Collider, they've discovered the boson God particle, and now we've discovered a brand new particle that could literally split the Earth in half. That just came across the wire yesterday. Oh, I said people, the link to that. I missed that. I said people believe in angels and serpents talking to Adam and Eve. I said, isn't that kind of fucking delusional? Are you a Christian? Do you believe in you know? A donkey talking through his ass to, to Moses or to splitting the Red Sea? Or I said, is that delusional? And they just, boy, they dropped their mouth. Just dropped their mouth. Uh, uh, of course, uh, because you're uh, questioning things uh, that, that, yeah, that, that you, know, you know, are dogmatic to them. But when you throw out some of these other things that completely are, quote, unquote, out there, as far as they're concerned, you're considered delusional. Okay. Yeah. Well, God is out there. If you want to hear, if you want to know something that's really out there, just mention the word God. That's pretty. That's pretty out there. <laughs> you know, it, it is. You know, I mean, there's there's no proof. Uh, I mean, but uh, and it's all based on faith. And 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 I and I I'll admit I subscribe to that. But you're absolutely right. When you get down to the logic of it. You know, it's no different than some of this other stuff you and I talk about. Right. But right. yeah, we're the ones that are considered delusional. Okay. I so. think they need to stop. I think they need to stop. And this is what I told one of my counselors. I said, you need to, you need to be very careful before you label someone delusional. You need to be very careful and Thank do you. your research and do your study and look at that person as a whole person. And he agreed. He agreed. I said, sure, some people are delusional. Sure, you can tell. You can tell when someone is just a freak, just off the frickin' chart crazy. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell. But I said there are a lot of people like myself who come in and talk to you about these things very in a very articulate way, a very intelligent way. way. Uh, very calm, cool, and collected, have the records, have the documents, have the copyrights, have the articles, have the scientist uh, verifications, have all the paperwork. And I said, you can't refute that. You simply can't refute that and call me delusional. So, And along that same line, Kyler, and history will back us up on that, what was once called delusional 50 years ago, is now considered mainstream. Mainstream. So, what's to say that what they're calling delusional now won't be mainstream in 20 years? 
So 25 you know, years ago, homosexuals were delusional. Exactly, okay, and it was considered a psychiatric disorder, okay? And so now, you know, as time develops and, and things change, um, you know, my, 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 I, I, I wholeheartedly support your, your chastisement and your warning about people calling things delusional because mm-hmm. as soon as you call one thing delusional, you open – you're on the slippery slope, okay? And you open the door for just about anything to be called delusional. If and you've labeled of, that person, if, and you've labeled if, if that person. If a majority person. of people think that, that it's delusional, okay. Listen, my friend, I'm going to have to cut this short because I've got to desperately run to the bathroom. Yeah, and okay. It's getting, to, it's getting close to the hour here. Yeah, and we're fine. We're fine. We're ready to We're ready to close. We did a good show. Good show tonight. Exactly. Good show. show. Thank played. you very much, and thanks to Marion. And, and uh, I like the new, um, uh, what is it, um, show, show talk or... It's talk shoe, and we're going talk back shoe. to Sam. Just give us a few weeks. We're going back to Sam. We're going back to the big baby. So, the seven six seventy seven. We're going back to the to our main radio station. Yeah. So just keep keep uh, crossing your fingers and saying your prayers. Okay. okay. My friend, thank you. I got to run because I got to get to the toilet. So, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Tech, Tom Euford, and Kyler Davenport. We will see you all next week, same time, same channel. I'll see you, Tom. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.